11 and 6. It kept the, you know, I know they would say, oh, well, he kept the tag applied. He could have kept the tag applied and not straddled homeboy. You know what I mean? He could have moved his leg. So. Oh, it yeah. was fine. It's just. I'm just saying. I mean, just had a it, it, just wasn't, it wasn't necessary. It didn't need to but, get to that extreme. You know what I'm saying? Nothing but, wrong. Bills in a last second field goal or a last second touchdown by Aaron Rodgers to take the division. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to another, I guess, LTS show. I mean, it seems like half the guys are out. Uh, Jonathan Jim should be joining us hopefully later. I know Jonathan will be joining us. Uh, but, man, do I got something I got to talk about real quick before uh, I bring the other guys in? And that's this fucking in-season fucking tournament. Our, I mean, NBA in-season tournament. You guys already know how I feel about it. Uh, you guys know I absolutely fucking hate it. I thought it was dumb. I think it's stupid. And a bunch of other adjectives. But then... The Lakers win. Of course they do, right? Because, you know, LeBron's been drinking the Kool-Aid. He's trying to get us to drink the fucking Kool-Aid. And then it comes out today. I mean, first of all, they was doing a fucking champagne fucking, you know, popping champagne after fucking Saturday night after they win the dumb fucking thing, which I was like, whoa, that's fucking pointless because, uh, you know, it doesn't matter. LeBron, it doesn't matter. Um, so then today you get an update and it says um, – you know, the Lakers are going to hang a in-season tournament banner. Are you fucking kidding me? You're just going to hang. You're the Los Angeles Lakers. You're the most, the, you and the Celtics are the most prestigious, um, you know, NBA franchises in the whole NBA. Lakers, Celtics, Celtics, Lakers. And the Lakers are going to hang up an in-season tournament. You're not the Sacramento Kings. You're not the Memphis Grizzlies. You're not the Indiana Pacers. You're not the – you're not – I mean, you're not even the Toronto Raptors like they've won recently. And you're the Los Angeles Lakers. Kobe Bryant once said, we don't hang division banners up in this place. We don't hang Western Conference finals up in banners up in this place. We're the Los Angeles Lakers. We only th hang thing we hang up in this thing is NBA championship banners. Well, Kobe, your late the, the late great Kobe Bryant, they have let you down, my friend. The organization that you played for for eighteen plus years has let you down because LeBron James is drinking the Kool Aid of trying to. Make things happen in the NBA for a thing that doesn't matter. LeBron James wants the banner hung because, well, that's something that Kobe never won. That's something that Michael Jordan never won because it wasn't around. Because You know why? Because Kobe and LeBron or Kobe and MJ, they didn't need an in-season tournament to show up for 82 games and bust their asses because they knew that it mattered whether – because they, A, they thought it didn't, they thought if a fan could come watch them play, they deserve to ball out and play their ass off for that fan all 82 games because it might be the only time that they get to see him play. Two, they realize that the season matters because they want to get a good seed 
for the playoffs because that they were playing for the ultimate prize, the Larry O'Brien Trophy. And yet here is LeBron bragging about the in-season tournament and the Lakers are going to hang a banner, folks. What are we doing here? What are the L.A. Lakers doing? I can't believe it. Kobe Bryant's got to be, I'd hate to say it, but he's got to be uh, turning over in his damn grave because th- this can't happen. Jerry West, I, I don't, I think Jerry's still alive. He is still alive, but he's got to be. I mean, any Laker great has got to be pissed off about this. Uh, I haven't heard Shaq, what he's going to say, but likes of Kareem, Jerry, where it's magic. Like, what are they saying around here about this? hanging up this in-season tournament like you're a second-tier NBA team, a second-tier NBA franchise team. You're the L.A. Lakers. You're the greatest. You and the Celtics are the greatest NBA franchises in history. You're up there with the Yankees, the Lakers, and the Cowboys. as like United States franchises. And you're going to hang up an in-season tournament, bullshit tournament banner? Makes no sense. Absolutely none. Kobe, the Lakers messed it up. We're sorry. As I'm not even a Lakers fan. They got to be sorry. This is sorry. Uh, we got a lot to talk about tonight. Uh, we'll talk a little football, a little basketball. Uh, some of the guys are joining us. A guy who's watching his team uh, play the Dolphins right now, seven and seven, uh, just like it is here. Where my Packers are seven and seven against the Giants. Uh, so some weird Monday night matchups cracking down here. Uh, another than uh, Mister First Down, Sam. What's up, my guy? That First is of one, all, that is glad you're large, okay. The the that is uh, one large participation trophy hanging from that banner. Let me tell you that much. Goodness gracious, nasty. Are you yeah. there? Okay. Yeah, I'm there. All right. <laughs> I was like, man, just with this, Bill. How are you, Nick? How you doing? I'm good, man. Uh, I mean, I'd do a lot better if my Lakers were uh, just, you know, start Debo and uh, the Giants here, but it's 7-7. I think they just got the ball back because I was uh, entrenched in this NBA talk. Sam, before I forget, um, I might become a WNBA fan of your Indiana Fever. Uh, if if Caitlin Clark decides she's going to forgo the last year of eligibility and in, in to the WNBA, uh, which with all consensus she would be the number one pick, and you're off NBA uh, Fever uh, WNBA team just got her. Yeah, I guess I don't know I guess. if you're a Fever fan or not, but I'd be a Pacers oh. fan, so I just you know might as well jump on the Fever bandwagon. I didn't know women played basketball. I'm just kidding. Uh, yeah, good for her. She's amazing. Um, I'm, I'm Your Pacers, I hey, no, all respect the Pacers. If they won the in season tournament on Saturday, they could have hung the damn banner. Yeah, I guess I, you know, I kind of agree though. I think it's silly to wear the banner, especially for this contest. It's so dumb, you know. Uh, this whole in season tournament thing, I'm in complete agreement with you. This is my first time really watching the NBA, and I'm like, this is stupid, you know. It's been great to watch Halliburton play, it's been great. Uh, you know, Did you know I, that I didn't know this until uh, just like we about an hour, a couple hours before we went on the show uh, aired on. Um, that game didn't even mean anything like to, for the standings, right? Like that, yeah. nothing, nothing. What if uh, what if somebody breaks the NBA record? Let's just say Halliburton broke the assist record. That game doesn't matter. I guess not. I I don't know what to say. I mean, I wish there was a rhyme or reason to it, but there isn't. It, it's just 
hey, let's have an in-season tournament. Okay. Let's like, hey, let's meet at a basketball court and play some games. Like, that's yeah. exactly what it feels yeah, like. Yeah, let's uh, – us, our network, the LTS network versus another network just meet up, and it's about – means about the same uh, as the uh, – as, as that in-season tournament. The game didn't even matter standings, points-wise, or anything. Nothing. Waste of time. Waste of time. It, it's, it's, uh, it's talk about it all is uh, none other than a guy who, I mean, he's got probably a lot to talk about uh, as far as uh, last night's Chiefs-Bills game uh, in the offsides that is broken. The Chiefs are bro- – I mean, the Chiefs offense, is it's broken. I mean, is this will, the end of the will era? He admit, will he admit Mahomes shouldn't have said anything? That's the question. Yeah, Mahomes – you know, I like to see the fire from Mahomes. He was carrying uh, you know, Mahomes. It's the first time we see Mahomes. it. We see it, but I mean, yeah, damn, did he sound like a toddler? Did he? Was he crying? That's not you fair. think? You think after after he? You know, I get on the field because maybe he didn't realize what the fuck was that, Jordan? Love? Ooh, look at him. He uh, ain't even smiling. He ain't even smiling. He's hot. look at him. He's he's plotting our minds right I now. I don't get him. it. I I don't get the double down afterwards. Maybe you know what I mean. Like somebody Tanner should have told him before he met the press and was and he bashed the refs again. I get being mad on the field because maybe he didn't realize Tony was offsides. But I mean, Jesus, the guy was offsides by five miles. Okay, before I get to your, I want to get to your NBA comment, but real quick too. But well, Mahomes is starting to vent out his frustration, right? It's finally coming out, right? Yep. Instead of just taking, yeah, the I like blame, it. I like it. I like it. It's better than the. Blame, we're getting frustration uh, now. Now this yeah. is a combined set of frustration. Remember last week against the Packers, the tackle on MVS late in uh, final play, pretty much, right? He didn't get the call. But yet we're getting an offsides call, which is kind of I think what Pat's in mindset. It's like we get called for that, but we get our guy gets tackled down the field last game and we didn't get nothing, right? And then also, remember there was three three to four drops in this game too. This is just a big combination of play calling, right? Because you saw him move the camera away while he was trying to talk to Reed. Like I, I don't like the play calling. I, my receivers can't catch. They can't get open. They can't stay on their feet. And now I got the refs over here just trying to screw it on top of me. Like, that's all it is. It, he's mad at the refs for certain reasons, but a lot of it, he, he's slowly directing his anger towards the right direction, which is starting to – you need to – those guys have to be accountable. Mahomes has to start with his, his crew on the offense. He knows where he's got to go. Hey, this. Hey, I, I said this on last night on my show last night. It reminds me so much of Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers, where yeah. he has to mask so much and everything. It's a little bit of last year, or even like Lafleur's first year, where everything was just such a fucking struggle just to score points. And you're like, Jesus, uh, you know. And then it's like when you do score a crazy play like that, and then some, some. Dumbass penalty happens because and, and the guy was offsides. It wasn't even close. No, he was. He, he it was wasn't even. Yeah, we're we're yelling at refs right now on Twitter for making the right call. Yeah, yeah. And they that's all right we call. ask half the time is to make the right call, and we're yelling yeah. at them. Tony, I don't care if you look down and you you check because he took an extra step after he checked, right? But you were so close to the ball, man. You could see the front of the ball with your helmet. Yeah. And you were looking at it. I mean, him and Von Miller are about to shake, you know, headbutt each other. That's how close he was. I, 
I, I don't care what Dan Orslovsky says. I don't care what Chiefs Twitter says. I look. I'll get simple. It's it's right there. Stop being biased. It happened. It's what it was. What really killed you was the three or four drops, the holding penalties that killed yeah. your well, drive. I mean, it, it, also, what kills you is you're not scoring twenty points a game. You know what I mean? Yeah. Also, also, you get a turnover, right? And you go three and out, three and out. Yeah. That's what it does. Like the, one play, yes, doesn't set the game. That would have won the game for sure. I, I'm, I'm for it. It's just kind of, a, in a way, it's a stupid call to make, but it was the right call in the end. You can't, you can't argue against it. I don't care if it's a non-call or whatever on that. So, uh, it, it's a shame. It's a shame is what it was, and it, it is what it is. You know, can can you get some help? Can can we get some help, ladies and gentlemen? Can we get some help? On this receiving call. It ain't coming this year. It ain't coming this year. Outside of Rashi Rice and Travis Kelsey, and they didn't use Noah Grayley yesterday, really. They didn't throw to him. So, yeah, I don't know, man. By the way, do you just want LeBron to lose? Is that all you're wanting to do? Just, hey, just sit out. It's just regular season tournament. I don't want you to play to win. Is that all you want? No, it's it's not Ooh. that. It's not that. Let's not act like you won the I fucking. Think, I think you're mad at him for winning. And I'm mad. That's what they're supposed I, to do is win the game. The game didn't even matter. The game, Tanner, the game didn't matter. They didn't matter in standings. What do you want them to do? It's a title game, technically, in a tournament that they made. You know, the NBA made up. You just want him to. You just want him to lose. You just want him to say, "Hey, this game don't matter. Just, just sit out." I want. Uh, yeah, I don't you don't know. I want you to play, and that's how we got in this fucking situation, anyways. Because you know they the didn't. They don't play. They don't play. The problem is, the problem is, you're acting like you fucking won something. You didn't win anything. You won a tournament. The problem is, you the LA Lakers, Lakers. the The LA Lakers, and you're hanging up, you're hanging up a bullshit tournament banner. It doesn't matter what you think of it. If the NBA puts a tournament thing up, teams are going to go out and try to win it, and that's something as a first overall. It may not stick around for five. It doesn't. It doesn't. It'd be different. What do you want to do? What do you want? I to want. Do? I want them to make it matter. If you're going to have a tournament, okay. say, "Hey, whoever wins." That's, that's the NBA, not the Lakers, not the not not LeBron's problem. That's the NBA. You're going off the wrong people. Okay, so I want LeBron to say, "Hey, this was great. We won. We were the inaugural champions. Hey, but this don't this don't really mean anything. So we're so our eyes are set just to call it winning the Larry O'Brien Trophy I'm because sure that's the others, trophy yeah. that matters." Yeah, I, I'm sure Larry O'Brien mattered a lot to him. It's not like it's just what it was. It's how it came. They won the games and they they won. Like I don't know what else you want him to do. I think you'd want him to sit there and just toss don't, it on the don't ground. Make, don't try away. to feed me the fucking bullshit. D- just that's what I want. I don't try to feed me bullshit. Well, don't try to make me. Fucking, you know, don't you try know to make, a late night recap. We got him in the waiting room. He did a late night recap about this whole thing too. <laughs> I love it here. Yeah, and he's on my side. I know, and it just blows my mind. I I don't know what you want these players to do. If we're talking, I, I want them to be honest. If the Pacers would have won, we would have been happy, like happier than hell. They got more money on their side. You know, they're paid that. Yeah, high, high, for the players who got the money, but the, they're the L.A. Lakers, Tanner. They're the L.A. Lakers. You don't hang up a bullshit fucking banner. That's like the Patriots hanging up know, that they won. Know what it's uh, be five five years down the road. They won a wild card game. Like that's, you don't know what's going to be five years down the road, dude. You don't know what's going to be five years down the road. Look, there's expectations. Uh, I get it. I'm for it. 
I, I just don't think nothing, nothing was wrong. LeBron did nothing wrong. The Lakers did nothing wrong. And I think it's something to celebrate. Why not? I mean, if the NBA is going to oh put a tournament. You celebrate half birthdays, too? You turn 35 and a half. You're like, right. it's my half birthday, yeah, y'all. Yeah. I will celebrate. Wife, get your, simple, get, something get, out of their control, and they did the their job. ice cream out, baby. It's my half birthday. It is my half birthday. Unreal. It's time to Unreal. celebrate. I don't know what you want done from them. I, I want them to. Don't fucking feed me bullshit. That's what I want. Again, LeBron the show is awesome. wrong people, man. <laughs> the NBA is an organization. It's not the the players aren't gonna the players are there to win it. It's their job to win it. Don't feed no, they're just, okay. They're the reason we're in this position, the reason they had to create this bullshit fucking tournament is because of the players, because they wanted to sit out then and everything else. Then they try to tell us, oh, guys are they're amped up to play this tournament. LeBron's out there trying to tell me, oh, I'm playing hard because you know, uh, we, there's something to play for. You know, we're alpha that, males. There already is something to play for. It's called the Larry O'Brien Trophy, it's called your, the NBA fucking finals. It's with the wrong people. Your problems with the wrong people. This was laziness on the front office of the whole NBA of putting a tournament together instead of actually holding players accountable. And like they held players accountable for sitting out because they have a random bruised tailbone, whatever it was Steph Curry always had, right? It's, again, laziness on the NBA front. Nothing wrong with the players and the teams. They did exactly what they needed to do. They got tournament put in front of them. Somebody has to go win it. It's dumb. Yes, yeah. I agree. And, of course. It's, 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 it's so stupid. It's the stupidest thing in the world. You don't have to hang the banner. You don't have to hang the banner. You don't have to. Hang. Why not? You're better not? than that, why, Lakers. Why would, why would the Los Angeles Lakers, the king of basketball, not hang something that says, guess what? Not only are we the best franchise, but we just Kobe won the Bryant said it. tournament. He said we just it. won the sprint tournament. tournament. Kobe Bryant said the best. The only fucking thing we hang up in this is in these banners the is best. NBA Finals. What do you want them to do? They were the best in the tournament. They won it. Oh, my God. This it don't matter because you got to win the NBA Finals. Hey, guys, can we bring Jim in? He has something to say about it. <laughs> All right. We're bringing Jim in. Jim bring <laughs> yeah. Let's go. Bring me in. The gentleman from Vermont has the floor. points here. <laughs> All right, listen up. Tanner, I hear what you said. I heard what you said. Nick is absolutely on point with this. There is no fucking way. Jim, my internet cut out. Can you say that again real quick? Can you say that again real quick? Nick is absolutely (laughs) right. There is no fucking reason why the Lakers need to have a banner-raising ceremony for an in-season tournament that does not matter and by the way and by the way we're talking about kobe we're talking about michael right you know who their trainer was it's a guy i read books about tim grover you know what on the last dance you know what he said about michael jordan after they lost to the magic when he wasn't 100 percent? he says i'll see you next day because jordan felt because people paid money to see him play for three hours he wasn't up to stuff they need to see him at his best None of this sitting shit, all right? You want to put the banner up? You want to put the banner up? Fine. Put it up. We don't need to have a banner-raising ceremony. Okay? It's like the president. Oh, my God. There's a ceremony for it? For real? Oh, yeah. They're popping champagne, Johnny. Yeah, that one was 
I mean, literally, they was in the dugout doing this. Right. Why not? You what? won a tournament. Oh my God. Tanner, are you just doing this because you 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 can't believe that this is right, right? Like you can't. You're smarter than oh, that. No, no. Trust me, I, I'm with you guys in this oh, whole Johnny. thing. Like I, I think it's What's the dumbest thing in the world. We talked oh, about it. What right? are you doing it's on my stupid. players, bro? You hurting on my players, bro? But well, I'm not hating no. against the players in the team no way I for can celebrating win. something they want. Oh, but the problem, but but the problem is, here's the problem, right? This didn't need to happen because we didn't need to make regular season games matter if the guys actually played the fucking game. Thank right. you. Thank you, Jim. Right. Thank you. That's and, why and you're the like, guy on the show, Jim. No, it was a player option. The players are the one that started the load management. The NBA doesn't right. want players taking nights off. Right. That's the thing. Well, the do NBA, something about it. Well, like, they tried. They did. And it, they, they, just, they just did. Figure something else out. There's they really did. nothing they, they can do. They Wait, when all this... they can say is, oh, his back was tight or some shit yeah. like that. Or whatever. They put in this tournament, and now you have to play a certain percentage of games to be considered all NBA, <laughs> yeah. all, right. all right. pro. You put this tournament in at the same sports. time as that, right? If you're yeah. gonna if guys sit out due to a you know back injury that comes into play, make it like a minimum five to seven games. Make it like some kind of minimum with it, because I guarantee you're gonna see less less people sit out if they have to wait five to seven games to have to hop back in, because that's gonna hurt well, playoff sponsors. Well, that's what the NHL did for the All Star game. You had to legitimately have an injury to skip the All Star game if you were yeah. if you were if you didn't have an legit injury, you were suspended the game before and the game after the All Star game because you were expected to go. So they basically put players on notice hey be like you better be injured or else your ass is going to the all-star game yeah, whether like it, it that's what this look but here the, my point is this it's like the president's trophy banner in the nhl or the eastern conference championship banner in the nhl the devils did it the right way just put it up don't need to acknowledge it it's just there yeah. When you win the major championship, put the damn thing up. And even though that's getting tiresome. But it but they don't play see, that's why the NHL will never adopt it. Because players wanna play to win the Stanley Cup. They don't care about an in season tournament. The in season tournament's gonna be that four nations or World Cup of hockey when they bring that back. That's gonna be their in season tournament for best on best. That's what it's gonna be. It's not gonna be some bullshit tournament that nobody cared about and nobody watched despite what people said on my tktok comments I that people watched it. They, watched it <laughs> yeah. they must then it hey, must Jim, have been I three people haterade. i got the same haterade people are like you grow up you're, you're you know pretty much like i'm a fucking you know old man i'm, I'm not even 40 motherfuckers fuck you uh you bro know. bro let me hear i looked at the ratings for this thing nobody watched it nobody it was like, not a saturday a- night Compared to a regular season NBA game, this did nothing to draw attraction to it. Zero. If they made it, if they made the winner guaranteed 10 spot, I've said this, if you make in the playoffs, I think you have more people tuning in, especially a young team like the Pacers. You know, like if they oh, beat yeah, the Lakers, 100%. people are t- Put something tuned in it. a little bit. Yeah. Put something on it. But again, popping champagne. It's like popping champagne that because you want a wild card spot. In MLB, come on, 
Really? We're popping champagne because you got a wild card spot in, in the MLB like playoffs? popping champagne because your kid graduated kindergarten. Yeah, I, I mean, mean, Jesus, all he had to do it's, was it's like, the It's like, lines. yo, I got it's, it. it, it you, know, you know, you guys have all watched George Carlin. It's like you see the bumper sticker, proud parent of so-and-so on honor roll. Yo, your <laughs> kid's expected to be there. Let's go. Yeah. Like, he's going to school for a reason. Like, let's be honest. Like, come on. Look, look. No, it's, it's I, I am – look. I do not like LeBron James. I have respect for him for what he did when he came back to Cleveland. But this dude just attracts haters and attracts stuff on his own because of shit like this. Yeah, it's fair. Like I said, I I have no I have no issue with the whole like the the player side of things. I have an issue with the way it's ran. That's all it is. <laughs> yeah. Oh, a hundred percent. It's a hundred percent the way it's run. The NBA is a joke, but again, hey. I, I mean, it's seriously back it up, bitch. I won't say the NBA is unwatchable. It's not as fun and entertaining as, say, college to me. Um, but it is, it's when the playoffs are happening, it's a lot of fun. But uh, these meaningless, you know, regular season. But it's not the same. It's not the NBA we grew up on watching with Jordan, with, no, Bulls, no, with no, Pacers, no, with no, Pistons. No, no, no. It was physical. Like this, this is just ticky tack. This is like street ball. Like guys you go going inside, up chunk the chest a little bit. I mean, yeah, yeah, exactly. Shaq came in. Like you had, it was tough to get through like any conference. Like it was, you were battered and bruised when you got to the finals. Well, like playing two different types of basketball now. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's why. But you know, look. That's why I had to put it out there. The minute I read that, I was like, "Really? Like, really? Like, <laughs> I this just, is? Yeah. Hey, Jim, like, you don't ever really? jump on the NBA when Jim's no, making I, you know, no, no. for the NBA. You know, we got to talk about it because Jim, that's out of Jim's realm. He's never talking about the NBA hardly. I had to look twice yeah. at the tweet. Did that say NBA stuff? What? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, didn't like, see, I, I, I don't. Had, I don't, I don't do NBA. Holy oh, shit! Where did Jim? Where did Jim become NBA analyst? I don't do NBA. Trust me, I don't do it. But this warranted a rant. Like this warranted it. I was prepared too, Jim. Too. As soon as I got the update, I said, "I know how I'm opening up the fucking show tonight. We're talking about (laughs) this bullshit uh, in-season trophy." Like, uh, it's crazy. But look, like Lakers, whatever. You know, all big deal. Everybody's like, "Oh, LeBron finally beat Jordan." Something, yeah. Jordan went. This would have never happened when Jordan played anyway, so it wouldn't have mattered because this yeah. thing wouldn't exist. That's why it's important, LeBron. He can put that on his resume. In season tournament champion, uh, something that Kobe and LeBron MJ never did. Uh, yeah, but they also. I mean, MJ got. Six they also played the, every game. Yeah, yeah. well, bro, again. Jordan played eighty-two games when he was forty. When he was forty on the Wizards, bro. Mm-hmm. His last season on the Wizards, he played every and game. It, isn't he still averaging thirty-two? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Hey, if you listen, so, you're off, uh, you know. It, Steven Jackson tells a story uh, on a, on one of uh, the Up and Smoke podcasts, or he might have been on somebody else's. But so when he played for the at the time, they were the Bobcats, and uh, Jordan come down, and they had just lost by a game, and he, Jordan's pissed. You know, he's the owner. He's at fifty. He's fifty at this point in time. And he's like, take off my motherfucking shoes. Y'all don't deserve to wear my shoes. And uh, somebody said something. So he comes back. Jordan, he said, just takes off, just laces up whatever he got on. And takes our second team and just absolutely fucking scrubs the starters. Uh, Then, you know, the backup 50-year-old, he's like, MJ was putting up points, uh, you know, making dimes. And he's like, beat us. I said, over 50. He was the owner. 
and just came out and laced them up just because he was pissed off and uh, beat the, you know. And that, different that mindset. It's a different mindset. Those guys know it. D Wade, Kobe, Michael. It was a different mindset with that with Tim Grover. Man, you get that winning mentality. You know what it's about. Those long days, those early mornings. They know what it's about. Get to work right away. Season's over. All right, boom. Let's get back to work. Let's get in the gym. Let's get to, to work in. That's why they're the best. And again, I always point to it. Yeah. Jordan, six for six. Tom six Brady, final. you and know, those guys. Yeah. Exactly, all those guys. So, I, like I said, I don't dip my toe into that realm. It is really out of my realm of expertise. But when stuff like this goes down, it deserves a rant. <laughs> Because it's stupid and idiotic. No, hockey's not I doing did that. I didn't realize that there was a freaking ceremony. I thought it was kind of like the All Star. It game just came it out like, today, okay, Johnny. It go. came out today that they were gonna here's, raise a banner for trophy. It. You won. Congratulations. Let's move. Let's keep it moving. Yeah. No, hockey does not do this. We we only some teams. Some teams will have like, oh, we're gonna acknowledge the Eastern Conference banner that because they made it to the final. Or some teams, the Nashville gets heat all the time because they put up a President's Trophy banner and they like they kind of like did a big thing about it and they got like some heat and people made fun of it. Look, it's the President's Trophy, really. No one cares about it. It just goes up there. Like I said, the Devils never acknowledge any of their division banners. They only acknowledge the Stanley Cup championship banners. Same with most teams. You 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 acknowledge the the main one at the end. That's the only one you acknowledge. And and that's how it should be. Point, yeah. point of order. Amen to that. Uh, hold, hold on. Uh, point of order. I I feel like that I get what you're saying about the president's trophy, but the Preds were newer hockey fans at the time, and I think that was an attempt. still doesn't still doesn't matter. You still don't do it. Give the hockey legend putting up that trophy. Yeah, you don't you don't put that. You don't you don't acknowledge it. You just put it up. Yeah, well, I gotta I, act like you've been there before. You gotta act like you've been there before. That's the hockey way. And I think you should get fans invested any way you can. If that includes putting but, up a stupid banner. But the, and I'm just saying, the Preds fans were already in, in, invested long before they put that banner up. Man, that's a great hockey city. It's been a hot, great hockey city since '98. I think they're trying to sustain it, is what I'm saying. It's not always. And um, the, I, I would look, disagree, I would disagree about it being a great hockey city in '98. It took a couple of years. It was not pretty for a couple of years. I mean, but they had they were sold out. They looked good. You know, you had the sure. uh, the whole vibe. Look, sure. they made a cup run. But again, if Nashville had the advantages that other expansion teams had at that time, like if we put the expansion rules of 2018 and and when the Kraken came in. For the Predators, the Wild, uh, for the Blue Jacket, it wouldn't take them 10 years to put a good team on the ice. Right. Like, it wouldn't have. They would have been good right away. And Gary sure. Bettman's like, yeah, we, we did it to favor those teams because we had to. Like, yeah, no dog, because they're, you don't want being the first. You don't want to be the first in a city like Vegas to have, be a, have a bad team. Like, you need mm -hmm. to be good. And now everybody's following, but the NHL can say, well, we were the first that won there. Our team went to the cup final twice, won before <laughs> anybody else. And it's a hockey city. Like, they put, put the flag in, and nobody's moving it right now. Nobody. Not the Raiders. The baseball team's not going to move yeah. it. None of it's moving it. It's a, it's a Golden Knights market right now. And it's crazy to think that because I was one of those guys. I'm like, I don't know, hockey, Vegas, ah. 
And then when they put it all together, I'm like, yup, it works. It's big there. Huge. It's you can huge. Bobby G. That's Bobby G. Yeah. He's all huge. Huge. Yeah, so funny, right? So I got the I was watching an Islander game before you guys came on and uh so John Tavares was two points away from hitting a thousand points tonight. He got it. He went up against his former team, the Islanders, got two points, got his thousand points, even though the Islanders won in overtime, he got a thousand points against the New York Islanders. That's awesome. Right? How great is that? Everybody was wanting that to happen on the weekend. They're like, yo, we know who they're playing on Monday. Let's just make this happen. That's amazing. That's the way to do it. Right? Against your old team. And they were booing the shit out of them. I love it. Jim, I, 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 I want to switch over that. to a, a little wrestling. I mean, you know, I was cutting a little promo on the NBA. So a guy who cut a nice promo uh, on Friday Night SmackDown was none other than Mr. CM Punk. And uh, tonight, too. I haven't seen tonight. Better than – I was not impressed with the first uh, the Raw. Yeah, but TV raw. time, TV time. He wasn't – he didn't get yeah, a lot of Yeah, he even alluded to it. He even alluded to it. I thought the SmackDown promo was great. He mentioned Roman Reigns. Mentioned Rollins, not by name. He went down to everybody, talked about he wants the main event WrestleMania. It basically goes through why he left, how he left, things went down. You know, obviously. Can't be punching you know, people backstage. Can't be positive. You know, you know, it's you know, Can't be doing that, really. I thought, I thought his promo was great on Friday Night SmackDown. He shows up on NXT. He's doing the rounds. He's the free agent. Comes to Raw. Cuts another promo tonight. Talks about. Ten years ago in this building, he was stripped of the world championship. You know, he leaves. He apologizes for leaving. He walked out. He signs with Raw officially. Rollins comes out. Rollins, these guys, it's like Brett and Sean, 97 feels. Rollins comes out and says he hates him, doesn't want him here. And Punk's like, well, you got to do something about it. I'm going to enter the Royal Rumble, and I might be facing you if I win. They just go back and forth. Great exchanges. Man, give me this few main event WrestleMania night one. Done. I just gave you. I just gave you the main event. How do we get there though? Because I don't think. I think. Uh, I think Rhodes will win the Royal Rumble. I mean, we'll see. I mean, like, I think Cody will win too. But you never know. You could go a different direction. Maybe Elimination Chamber sets up. You know, you put one more roadblock in front of Cody to get to, to Roman. One more roadblock. One more stumbling block. Like you it. could do that. It could be Shinsuke. Well, I mean, yeah, they got their match tonight on Raw. So, but I'm saying, like, you go down Elimination Chamber, you set it up that way. Maybe Punk wins the Rumble. He goes, chases, takes on Rollins. That'd be kind of cool. Maybe, maybe Punk wins wins Elimination Chamber. You go that yeah, route. Yeah, could do you it. Know. You could go either way. I mean, there's so many really direction. But the fact is that, that we Australia? got like, is, is that in Australia, yeah. right? The yeah. Elimination Chamber. So they'll they'll yeah. want to bring out the big stars. So maybe you'll see no. Punk and Rhodes in that. Uh, <coughs> Or something but, crazy. but you can go back and forth, right? You can, doesn't matter. A lot of directions there. But the, the exchange between Rollins and Punk was great. Rollins just comes out. He didn't want. He didn't do any of his jovial stuff with the with the with the music. He was serious. He comes out, cuts the promo. Like it was. Like this is how a main event build is supposed to be. Take notice, AEW. Take notice right now. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. It's a rough spot right now, isn't it, AEW? I mean, it's not a rough spot. 
Look, it's not a rough spot. It's just, you know, it's different right now because you got the Continental Classic, which is actually really good. There's a lot of great wrestling there. It's just, again, the things that made it great, they kind of moved away from it, and they're trying to bring some of it back. But there's been so much turmoil, and there's a lot of, like, a lot of people upset backstage because of what happened, how things went down with Punk, because Tony signed with the wrong people. And so, look. It's still in a good spot. There's a lot of good wrestling right now. But, again, it's the machine. Like, when the machine figures out a way, once once the right pieces were put in place, when Triple H finally took over, it was like, okay, here we go. The level of competition just went up uh, two-thirds. It like, just, now you you got to catch up again. It, it, yeah, it just seems like every time they're close there, like they either shoot themselves in the foot, you know, with the, the backstage stuff or something like that. Like, yeah. or then, then they just, RWWE says, oh, yeah, we're going to top that with something, you know, because we're, no. like like Jim said, like, they were coming off full gear was one of the better pay-per-views that, of the year uh, through AEW. And then just the very, what was, like, the next weekend Survivor Series was, and they're CM Punk. You forget all about yeah. full gear. Yeah, and you forgot seeing- about what happened. You forgot about Swerve and, and Hangman put on this great yeah. match. You forget about MJF stuff. Like, you forget all about that. And then... You know, you have the TNT Championship this past week on Dynamite, which I called the finish. Like, I, I think I even called it on this show. Like, I told you how it was going to go down. And I didn't even, like, I wasn't even in the room, but I already knew how it was going to go down. <laughs> and look, everybody could say, ah, we didn't like the finish. I'm like, they, that's the way it was going to go down. If you didn't, if you weren't paying attention. You, you then, extend the feud out to, to the pay-per-view. Uh, right. What's it, Revolution or something next? Yeah, AW Revolution is next. Oh. and. No, it's so uh, end of the world or something. What's yeah, the, world, like, world's end. World's end at the end of the month. I'll be there. I'm going to the. I'm going to the show. So nice. that'd be cool. That'd be a good show to go to. Just close the year out. Fun, uh, fun show to go to. But like again, everything's in such a good spot. But again, like I put out, CM Punk brought me back to wrestling in WWE in 2011 when he first showed up. Like he started doing everything. He's got me back there again because he's CM Punk. Like again, I like the guy. I've always liked the guy despite what Sam thinks of him. But um, <laughs> but CM Punk, is a, he's a, deci- a divisive figure, a divisive figure, and he brings eyeballs. Whether you love him, you hate him, it doesn't matter. He brings the money. His merch sales are up. I'm buying the shirt that says Hell Frozen Over because it's a Bret Hart line. So he's a Bret Hart guy. So, hey. Sam, you're muted. muted. Hey, I muted him. That's it. He can't come back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, uh, in. Said, nope. It doesn't really matter if I like him or not. It's like you said, right? It's going to bring money and whatever else. Exactly, I, money. I don't know how the locker room feels about it, but we know how they've dealt with adversity in the past. They're professionals. They just go out there yeah. and they do their jobs and move on. So, no, yeah. I don't like him. I think he's scum and a piece of shit. But <laughs> by all means, love that piece of shit all you want, Jim. Hey, I, I grew up watching him on the Indies, ROH, baby, before he made it big. So he's been to Jersey a bunch of times. He's a good dude. I mean, look, he can get on people's nerves. Trust me. I've met the guy. I know, I, Like, he can get on a lot of people's nerves. You can rub him the wrong way, he'll get on your nerves. But the fact is, is they brought up the history. Like, Rollins, even in his promo, said, you were gone for 10 years. You ran down this company. You ran down me. You ran down everybody here. Don't call this place your home. You left here. You tried to put us out of business, like all this stuff. Like he ran it down and 
look, yeah. he's like, well, since you're here on Raw, I want you. So let's go. So let's make it happen. So look, again, State of Wrestling, great spot. Look, like I said, it's it's fun time to be a wrestling fan. Sure is. Who knew you were gonna get NBA out of me today? Like I like <laughs> no chance. Like there was no way. Like the only Next reason up, that- the Giants. <laughs> yeah, try and say stuff and too, man. Yo, Tommy DeVito. Mwah. Mwah. Tommy DeVito. Oh yeah. <laughs> Tommy DeVito. <laughs> Danny's <Mwah>. a strange son. <laughs> yeah. Look, he's hanging. I, I, I gotta go man. back. I gotta go. I gotta say something off the top though. Tanner was talking about the offsides and everything. Tanner's hundred yeah. percent right on this. The Chiefs lost the game themselves. It's not down to Correct. one call. My uncle used to say this. All the time. You blame the referees for your loss. That means you weren't good enough to win the game. The Chiefs all season have dropped multiple touchdowns and, again, paid for it against the Bills. Look at Eagles opening night. How many drops does this team have this year? And Patrick Mahomes is throwing the ball great. Maybe some of the throws. Like some of the throws. 8% of Mahomes' passes were drops this season. 8%. 8%. That's the highest the it's been since he's been there. That's the highest it's That's been since he's been there. I've, I think I've seen a long time. They need better wide receivers. They just don't have them. They don't. Yeah. There's not a guy on the roster. Rasheed Rice. He's your Rice, guy. that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody G- else. Rasheed Rice is your guy. But he has the most drops. But he's the one producing <laughs> them more at least, you know? Who's that? Right. Like bang, bang. But. Sky Moore, he can't run her out. Kadarius Tony, when can't he gets catch a the ball, ball. He's great, but he's got to catch her first. And look, you go to the offsides play, right? There were three other instances where the dude was offsides and he called foul. But here's the thing he needs to check with the official. And even then, the official doesn't have to tell him squat, but they usually are like, hey, they usually give the thumb. If you, they put the thumbs up, they're going to be like, either go back or go forward. They yeah. will help you. But they you don't have to. to. You can't hop to the line, point at the official, and turn your head immediately with because he didn't. I know he didn't get any signal because all no, he, he got zero point, signal. And, and then he took a step forward on top yeah. of that, and you're so close right. to the ball, you don't need that that official. No. You can see where the ball is, and so he just, uh, all he had to do was take two steps back, and he was fine. Yeah, Chiefs Twitter's blowing up too. Like they're finding so many instances tonight for receivers in the neutral. Like we're, we're just gonna, I'm gonna see this thing for at least two weeks. Look, I will say this. My final point on this with the officiating. Look, it's been a bad weekend for officials, and not only it's been in a the bad NFL, season. it's been a bad, bad season. season yeah. The National Hockey it. League, the National Hockey League over the weekend had some. The officiating was not the greatest, especially on some calls. There were some boarding calls that should have been penalties, match penalties, <coughs> got reduced, fights happened, suspensions. Yeah, like Cabranson, Cabranson gets hit from behind. Mm-hmm. His cousin's penalty gets reduced from a five minute major to two minutes, and he tells the official, he's like, "You better do something about it, or I'm gonna do it." He does it. He only gets a game suspension. Perron gets six games for intent to injure after the, the situation with Larkin. But look. Yes, it's a tough job, but you gotta call the rule. If here's what I would have done if I was the official there, if I see him so, offside before the play even goes off, I'm throwing a flag and blowing a whistle and be like, "Yo, he's mm-hmm. offside." Mm-hmm. Exactly. Before the play, like they do with with false starts, 
boom, and it's a it's a dead ball. That's I mean, it. You gotta, I think you got to give them a chance to. Uh, they do on defense though. They they'll call it. They, they, they call it. Well, I guess they do. Yeah. yeah, they call neutral yeah. zone call infraction. They call yeah. it a neutral zone infraction. If it depends on the quarterback, because sometimes if the offensive doesn't player doesn't move and the their offsides, the defensive players they'll they'll play it out because it's a free play, you know. But I mean that was a free I guess a free play on the defensive side. I don't. It's weird because it's a play that doesn't get normally called. Uh, I think only eleven times they said this year it's been called. Um, Miami, Miami just a tough just a tough long ago. I mean, yeah. it's just a it's a tough spot with with so much on the line. It was egregious. It. Like that's the thing is, most refs are like, "Hey, we normally don't call it," but dude, you were like damn near standing on their side of the field. Yeah, like I mean, you have no to call it. Others, but like, but again, but but like you said, it's just frustration from Mahomes. It's just come out all year because his receivers can't catch a fucking football. They're they're just they're just not the team that they were, and. Look, I get it. You want you want to decide the game, but that's a penalty. Like the dude's literally in the neutral zone. Yeah. He's literally offside. And look, like so, I said, it, you can't come, ball, if you're that good of a team, if you're that good of a team, you can't <coughs> let the referees decide the game. You need well, here's the thing to too. be better. Flip it on the other side, the Bills, right? If they if they don't call it, and they and the Chiefs and the Bills lose, then you cost the Bills a playoff spot. Then the Bills can sit and say, "This motherfucker was offsides on the game-winning touchdown." You know, and then we and, 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 and then they can and yeah. and then they can continue the, the the saga of stuff that happens in Kansas City when the Bills are there and all this stuff. Right. And it's like it's crazy. I, I, I still think it's just a continuation from the last week. You know, the, it, the, it is because because no the pass interference. Yeah. Now yeah, you're coming out of the end of the game and you get called on the offsides with a game winning touchdown. And I think it's too because it, it seems like whole, Patty knows like we need every break we can get because we struggle <laughs> right now. And it, 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 yeah. You know what I mean? And then you take you away you the one big away, break. Like you normally you're not pushing away cameras, right? When you're trying to talk to Reed, like he was shoving yeah. people away, like get away from me, I'm trying to talk to right. you so I can figure this out. Well, who do I yeah. throw it to? <laughs> He hasn't had to deal with any of this before. No, because the team's been good. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's a rough go. The defense did a hell of a job yesterday, especially after the start they had again. They they held, you know, held the Buffalo to what, 17 points? That was seven. Johnny, start scoring some fucking points, please. No, I would love for them to fucking start scoring some points, bro. In the other games, the same way Giants Packers is sloppy too. It's turnover after turnover. Packers just I mean, turned it over again. I mean, I said this yep. last night. <laughs> on, I think I said it on Nick's show. I don't know if I said it on Nick's show or yesterday during the Let's Talk Sports show. The philosophy in Kansas City offensively is broken. They need oh, to yeah. fix it. You yeah. can't. You oh, hundred percent. You can't patch it together with these with these receivers and think you're gonna be you're gonna be good. We're seeing no. it this year. They dro- they've dropped 33 passes this year. The, they need a stud receiver. It's broken. It's broken. So 100. Mike Evans would be a great 100%. fit. Well, they're about to score, so don't worry about it, Nick. <laughs> uh, I need I need two. I only got one fantasy point in the first half. Are you kidding me? One point, Johnny. <laughs> I'm blaming you. Bro, I'm blaming you, sl- Johnny. But, but that's fine. 
You're gonna as get the anger the, because as long I as they win the game, I don't give a game. shit about. I, I do, Johnny. I, I do. Know you're upset about the Lakers hanging that banner, bro. But get over it, bro. It is what it is, man. <laughs> I'm gonna take my anger out on something. Bro, I did not realize there was a ceremony for that shit. Like, are you kidding me, dude? I, I thought it'd be <laughs> like an all star yeah, right? game. And here's your trophy. Thanks for playing. All right. Here you move on. Season. This is what it should be. Keep... Nope. <laughs> nope. Here's your, nope. Here's your, your, oh, here's your participation medal. Thanks for participating. Yeah, Do you think, hey, Scott, Lakers, I got a Lakers question for you. not be hanging that, bro. What's that? Something you hang in a locker I, I got a question. I got a question for you. What the you hell is going Boston, on, Do you think the Boston Celtics, the history of that franchise, be putting up participation banners no. like this? No. Not a chance. Not a chance. <laughs> not a chance. Not a Not chance. A chance. <laughs> That's what Why I mean. It's the Lakers. God, I said you missed the opening monologue. It's the Lakers. The Celtics and the Lakers are the two top NBA franchises. You're the Lakers. You don't. You, this yeah. is not. This is below you. This is below really? you. I mean, this is a, something. The Clippers. Let the Clippers do it. You know what I mean? Let let somebody like that hang up a. a the a Knicks would like do that. this thing. The Knicks would yes, get yeah, the Knicks. Yeah, 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 Here's the deal. Here's the deal. Lakers are gonna say we, we went 38 and 43 this year, but we damn well won the in-season tournament. We <laughs> we're proud right, of baby. what we did this year. Watch out. <laughs> I mean, it, it does go back to what Jim was saying, though. I mean, if there wasn't this load management, there wouldn't have been any need for this in-season tournament. You know what I'm saying? But guys took advantage of that load management thing and you know, taking too many days. I mean, Great. you're only playing 60-something yep. games out of an 82-game season, and they have no regard for the fans at all who are paying good money to go. You know what I'm saying? Because basketball is a big beat. matchup. Right. Especially when it's a big it matchup. It, it'll be a big matchup. The, the you TV guys know who be, started this, right? Greg Popovich. The Spurs, the Spurs, yeah. yeah. But it'll be a yeah, big yeah. matchup. They'll be advertising it on TV about this big-time matchup with these two teams, and then – you know, this, all the superstars decide they don't want to play that game. But here's you know the deal: saying? like sit them out, sit them out the next. The game. Said it best. The Lakers won the Flint Michigan Mega Bowl. <laughs> exactly. Awesome. Was, yes, awesome. he did. Yes, that was you great. Get, you guys know what LeBron said, right? LeBron said, "If my son is playing at USC in his opening game, I'm going there. If we have a game that day, I'm I'm not play, I'm not playing. I'm going to see my right. son. Imagine this I mean, USC was playing Saturday night when the NCAA oh, yeah. tournament finally happened." <laughs> He'd be going to USC to watch his son. <laughs> he wouldn't have played. Uh -oh. And the Pacers be putting up the banner. Yeah, the Pacers would be putting up. Yeah, have a ceremony. Uh, with hey, the they, they deservingly can put up a banner. Because I'm there, Jim. I'm, I'm there. Any now. quick uh, hockey notes before you get out of here that we need to be? Oh, yeah. I mean, I told you. I told you about Tavares' thousand points tonight against the Islanders. That was that was that was great. <laughs> Um, the Oilers are on fire right now. Seven in a row they've won. They're looking like the old Edmonton Oilers. Uh, again, I'm still suspect of their D, but they're playing better defense. Uh, Bruins I'm watching just because the injury to Pavel Zaka. Uh, I think they're still going to be in a market for a defenseman as well. McAvoy is upper body as well. So we'll see if those guys play Wednesday uh, against New Jersey. They'll be in town. And, you know, look, LA, Le LA Lakers. LA Kings um, road streak. They had 11 straight to open the season. They went to New York. They went to the island, lost. Went to New York City, lost. But, you know, great start to the year going 11-0 and on the road. That was great to see. 
Detroit uh, getting back into it. They're playing well. Patty King got his first goal as a Detroit mm-hmm. Red Wing. Uh, I can. St- I'm still amazed, still amazed that the Philadelphia Flyers and Washington Capitals are still in, in this race in December in the Metro. These two teams are not going anywhere right now, and the Islanders are playing a lot better. They just got the W over Toronto tonight. But again, today it was funny. I was listening to Kyle Dubas today, and he was talking about you know Mike Sullivan's not going anywhere. That the, the Penguins are in the midst of a losing streak. Their power play is not clicking, and he's like, "Yeah, Sullivan's not going anywhere." But you know, if fired and, and, and fired immediately, like see, if that was Saban, you know, he would have been fired. Like Saban's like, fired. "Yeah, we're gonna stick with that quarterback. We're gonna change the quarterback." Like <laughs> guys fired. But here's the thing, like, he talks about the power play not clicking, and he's like, you know, if this team doesn't have any depth scoring, and we're, we just don't have it, that, that's on me. I'm like, yeah, no kidding, guy. You're making the same mistakes you made in Toronto that you're making in Pittsburgh. And again, you, everybody can point to Eric Carlson trade and slow-hanging fruit, like, they didn't need to make the trade. The problem is it goes back further than that, and I've had a discussion on Twitter with the guy who covers the Penguins, and I was like, it goes back to when Hextall was still running a team. He made it. Wanted to make the tough decision on Malkin and didn't want to bring him back. And they wanted to run the band back together. And this is what happens when your team's old and getting outplayed by everybody. There's there's problems in Pittsburgh. Their power play stinks. It, stink, it stunk last year, too. Carolina's got problems between the, the pipes. They can't stop a, a beach ball right now. I mean, their road record has never been great. But... Their home record is unbelievable, but their goaltending's hurt. Their defense isn't great, and Tony D'Angelo's on his way out. Florida's playing well. You know, Toronto's doing their thing, and we'll see what Tampa does with Vasilevsky's back in the Eastern mm-hmm. Conference. On the Western Conference side of things, Winnipeg, surprisingly, at the top of the Central. We'll see how long Kyle yeah. Connor's out, though, because the knee-on-knee with Ryan Strom the other night. So, But, look, I mean, that that look, I got to give a shout-out to Arizona. The Arizona Coyotes, what they're doing, they beat the five straight Stanley Cup champ, past Stanley Cup champions. They're playing well. They're still in this thing. We'll see if they stick around, but they've been a fun team to watch this year for me. And, of course, Vegas is Vegas. I mean, all these teams go through these little losing streaks, reestablish room, and, hey, yo, we're back at it. <coughs> yeah, we're going, we're going to Dallas. It's going to be a tough game, and, and they blow them out 6-1. to one, So, uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, okay. Yeah. Exactly. Well, it was, it was it was a it was a reminder of what Game Six of the Western Conference Final was last year. After Dallas came back, won two games, and Vegas goes in there and just like just dominates them. I'm like, am I watching Game Six again? Like there Vegas you know, just me. showed up and you're just like, yep, we're gonna just beat your toast ass them. again. I toast them. But look, the holiday freeze is coming up. We'll see if we get some trades going, maybe some little things. But I don't expect too much until the new year, to be honest. You know, Winter Classic coming up. I think a lot of stuff will wait. The major stuff will wait till after the new year. Maybe some little Who's housekeeping items. Uh, Seattle and Vegas in Seattle. In Ooh, Seattle? Nice. Yeah. That'll be a good game. That'll be a fun game. That will be good. Yeah. yeah. I'm excited for that. When, when's the Winter Classic? January 1st. January 1st. I'll say it's yeah. New Year's Day, right? Yeah. Yeah, New, yeah, New Year's, Year's Day. Day. So you get you, you got your college football in the morning. You can throw the Winter Classic on, and then you can watch your semifinals. Gotcha. Hey, that's yeah. a good day off right there. Yeah. That's a great day off. I got to ask you here. Uh, we got some bowl games this weekend, right? Some low riders, but we got bowl do, games. Do, do, do we? Do we, though? Yeah, yeah. We the, the, the Flint, Michigan, Mega Bowl? The, it's the, it's the yeah. teams I like to like, enjoy Well, first of all, before we get into the bowl games, before we get into the bowl games, 
Shout out to Jaden Daniels for winning the Heisman. Jonathan, yeah, freshman, he right. called it. I'm on the train. That was the right. That was the right <laughs> pick. Again, he's after you. We, we, we don't need. We don't need any of that. We're already gonna have to fucking hear it from him. So we don't even need to. <laughs> well, we I mean, need, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I said you were him. right tonight. I said Tanner was right tonight. And I got a shout out to Jonathan. So you know, it's all. Uh, there's fair. no need for that. Guys, spread the love. I have a question. When's the Pop Tarts Bowl? Do we know? I don't know. Yeah, hey, winning the damn Pop Tart Bowl is bigger than winning the NBA in season tournament. Do, do do we know who's even playing? I know like Ohio. I know like the one game like Ohio's not even having anybody in the game. Like half their team like went to the portal. Yeah, Missouri baby's gonna beat Ohio State because they all their kids are transferring. <laughs> now, Jim, Jim. So last yeah. Monday. I'm what sitting there looking, at, looking, looking at the um, spreads. Missouri was plus five right. and a half. As soon as I heard I the McCoy news, I jumped right on it. I jumped right oh, on 100%. it. Oh, 100%. Like, oh, yeah. I'm taking that, Missouri's too. Gonna smoke yeah. them. Missouri's I don't know if they're going to smoke them because I've seen this, like, before with Ohio State. Like, when they played Utah one year in the Rose Bowl, like, all their big receivers stopped except for yeah. Marvin Harrison Jr., and then he went off. That was his coming yeah. out party. I think Missouri's going to keep it close. They may win the game. I don't think they're going to smoke them. I think Ohio State shows up. I think Ryan Day will have this team ready to play. But I don't know who's going to emerge. We're going to see what next year's Ohio State team looks like that day against Missouri. No, no. because there's... I think it's minus six right now. I think Missouri yeah, is minus I... six. Oh, oh, Missouri, I'm glad you... Minus two and a half. Yeah. What is it? Missouri is minus, minus two and, and a half. half. Yeah. Minus two and a half? Okay. I thought yeah. I saw a six, but maybe that was another. But if another you game. jumped on the plus five and a half for I did. Missouri, that's I a great pick. Did. Yeah, I absolutely did. Missouri's going to smoke yeah. them. Uh, all right. I just well, need winners uh, from you, Jim. I just want winners from okay. you. Okay. All right. All right. New Orleans Bull. This is uh, Jonathan's Bull. The Jacksonville State Gamecocks, Louisiana Raging Cajuns. So probably go. Well, Jacksonville State's been here a couple of times, but. They've never mm -hmm. been able to close the deal. Hopefully, this is the year they get it done. I'll go Jacksonville State. Isn't yeah, Jacksonville Jordan, State one of the two teams that was banned from the ball until nobody, not enough teams? Until nobody in? wanted to play. Yeah. 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 I, I love Jacksonville State this this year. Uh, we have uh, Myrtle Beach Bowl, Georgia, Georgia Southern, Southern. Georgia <laughs> Southern, because Ohio, Ohio's not even like playing anybody. They're not. They're not <laughs> having they anyway. teams. <laughs> uh, Independence exactly. Bowl. California Golden Bears and the Texas Tech Red Raiders. I'll go with Texas Tech. I mean, neither yeah. team has been really good this year. <laughs> which which yeah. team of bad do you want to choose? Yeah, exactly. Which one do you have a little more hope for? Yeah. Uh, New Mexico I'll go Bowl. Texas Tech. Uh, New Mexico Bowl. New Mexico State or Fresno State? I like New Mexico Fresno State in this game. I like both. I mean, both teams have been playing really well this year, but I think New Mexico yeah. State can give them a run for the money. Yeah, I'm with that. The home game. Uh, yeah, it's really a de facto home game for them. It is. Uh, L.A. Bowl, uh, UCLA or Boise State? UCLA have a quarterback this year to play in this bowl game? No, Dante Moore's in it. Dante Moore hit the transfer portal. They hit the portal. Yeah, yeah he's and they're still three and a half point favorites, too. UCLA. I like Boise State, to be honest. I think Boise's had a good season. I think I would take Boise State in this game. Okay. Chip Kelly's going to get fired after this game, I think. Oh, yeah, he is. He's, he's definitely getting out of here. He should. Uh, the Cure Bowl, Miami, Ohio, 
Red Hawks and Appalachian State. This is this is actually going to be like as much this as these game. bowl games like suck. There's too many of them. This actually will be a good game. Yeah, because yeah. you don't know what Appalachian State team you're going to get. You don't. But I like Miami. Miami of Ohio to me is the better team and should win this game. Should win this game. Six, so yeah, I I, I will <clears> take. I think I like Miami of Ohio here because they've yeah. they've proven they can play on a big stage just as well as Appalachia State. Okay, and then finally next Monday night uh, or Monday afternoon, we have Western Kentucky and Old Dominion. How did Old Dominion get in the freaking bowl game? Jesus, because they suck. Because there's not enough bowl eligible teams. Actually, they're bowl eligible. <laughs> First of all, wait a minute. Let's be honest. We put all these bowl games together before the the result, the Army Navy game, and Army six and six, and are not playing in a bowl game. <laughs> and they're yeah. not playing in the yeah. bowl game. I don't get it. And they're not playing in a bowl game. Like, I think they should say no the sense. old Dominion. You're out. Army's in. Which yeah, Army will go. Army. Yeah, we're taking Army <laughs> right now. Like Jim, before you go, we need your Thursday night pick. You pick, where you you pick the last game. You have what? to what? pick. Yeah, pick. Go back and watch Nick. Who am I picking? Uh, I'll take Western Kentucky. All right. We got uh, a a doozy here on Thursday night. Uh, It looks like Herbert is out, so it's uh, Sticks. Sticks and Stone. East and Stick and and Stone versus Bailey Zappi. Chargers are are Raiders. Or not Bailey Zappi. It's uh, Aiden O'Connell. Raiders are favored at minus three at home against the Chargers. Jim, first team to get over 50 yard line wins the game. That's what they're going to do. Uh, 100%. Scored zero points 100%. in the NFL game yesterday. What? The Raiders, Raiders scored zero points. points yep, they did. It was a um, 3-0 finish. Game winner finish. <laughs> I get – I don't know, man. More battle of shit. I mean – First to like, five wins. Yeah, I mean <laughs> – I guess the char. I guess the Chargers. I mean, I I could care less about this game, and be honest. This is plus Jim, three to the Chargers. Got it. This is the yeah. final of the NFL in season tournament, by the way. Chargers Raiders. So they're gonna look, hang a band. Here, here, before I before I get out of here, this is what this look. I'm on the side of this too. If it's not on one remote, I'm not watching it. What do you mean not on one remote? If I can't flip. From game to game, on one oh, remote, like Prime, you can't flip. Wa- you gotta, you, you're I'm stuck not watching. watching it, nor do I care about it because it's you. not on my visual sight line. I got you. I mean, I do have extra TV in my room, so I can like put Prime on, but I save it for Why? hockey. Why? Exactly. Why? Why would I watch this game? You wouldn't. I'm not. Just, just- just bet it and watch it. That's uh, just bet it and uh, not watch it. <laughs> just That's bet it. You don't do. even watch it. Let it go. Yeah. I, I bet the, I bet you play fantasy, Jim. But you, unless you got somebody in fantasy, because it's fantasy playoffs. No. Uh, well, yeah, somebody, somebody, you know, somebody in this country is going to be forced to start Eastern Stick this week. Oh, you know it. I, I might be forced to start Zamir White, uh, <laughs> the the Raiders backup oh, running back. Josh Jacobs is hurt. Go out and get Cedric Wilson. If Tyrese yep. uh, not coming back, unfortunately. Shit. So. Shit. Mm. Gonna but, cost me. Yep. Oh, well. Oh, well. I appreciate it, Jim. Thanks for uh, saying I'm the smartest guy outside of you in the room. Thanks. Appreciate it. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, my oh, God. No, no I oh, said you were no. right. 
Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I'm right with you, Jim. Makes me the second smartest guy in the room. So oh, you know. No. <laughs> what, what did, did I, I do? What did I do? You, you, you got to go watch. Hey. Where you validate what that what I'm saying once again to the buffoon that is Tanner Dawson. Oh, Absolutely. Geez. You missed a lot. Go watch the beginning of it, Scott. Always a pleasure oh. to be here on a Monday night yeah. with my maniacs. Yeah. I'll right. see you guys again next week. Have a great night. God bless you Thanks, all. Thanks, bro. Be safe. Bye, Jim. Peace. <laughs> guys, we got to talk a little, uh, a little baseball. Sheho Otane uh, signed a 10-year, $700 million deal to the Dodgers and then said, hey, Keep that money and just defer it out to me for the next, uh, you know, after these 10 years because he's only taken $2 million for 10 years. Uh, oh, that genius. was reported. Genius move by the Dodgers and Shohei. He says, I want to win. And I know you can't pay That's me $700 million. Look uh, at that tax break. You're in California. Yeah. Look at that tax break. Seven, you can't pay me $700 million and pay everybody else. So just pay me $2 million, which is actually uh, like I just looked. Uh, Jeff Passon just tweeted out this uh, tweet. It was nice. I was like, holy shit. He's only – Shohei's only like 12th on the payroll uh, for the Dodgers. Let me double check on this uh, Jeff Passon tweet here that he just put out. Um, you can uh, – yeah, okay, yeah. Shohei is 17th. On the Dodgers payroll. So it's Mookie, Freeman, Taylor, Muncie, Hay. Jason Hayward's getting paid more annually this year than uh, than Shohei Otani. Uh, Walker Bueller, Barnes, Goslin, Phillips, Ferguson, May, all getting paid more than Shohei Otani on the just the Dodgers alone. But uh, we know eventually he'll get paid out $700 million. To help us talk about it all is none other than our baseball coach, Jonathan Grisham. Jonathan. Yeah. Okay. Jonathan, what's up? Uh, uh, guys, let him get his Jaden Daniel stuff out of the way now, please. Don't, <laughs> we'll we'll get go. to Jaden, but how genius, how genius is a move is this by the Dodgers? I mean, it is. It's, it's a smart move. I mean, you're because you're able to you're you're able to not destroy your salary cap, right? Or you're not your salary cap, but your payroll right out the bat and set you know for it. So it, it makes a lot of sense for both parties, really, because at the same time, Shohei Otani is making fifty million dollars a year on endorsements. He's not hurting for money. So two million dollars to to allow your team now to be able to to still pay guys to be competitive. It makes a ton of sense. It makes a ton of sense for everybody involved in the situation. Now. It essentially turns it – so let's just do it this way. It essentially does turn it into a 20-year <coughs> contract instead of a 10-year contract. All right? And, and let's and actually a little fun fact here about it. I believe at the same time he's only being paid $2 million for 10 years. That's that's still a third, I believe, a third of what the Oakland A's salary is still, <laughs> payroll is. So he's taking a huge haircut. He's still going to be making a third of what the Oakland A's team payroll is. But I, I digress on that. I, I think the uh, the Oakland A's have been beaten up enough, and they're still doing it to themselves. But, but, but for the Dodgers, though, this is this is a. I mean, this is what they were wanting. You know, again, so you're able to you're you're looking at it and say we can we can cook the books away in a way to pay Otani, you know, above uh, above market value, which is what this is. If we were talking about five hundred million dollars, maybe six hundred million dollars. No, they went to seven hundred, and they're still finding ways to at least. Go and get okay. Well, we need pitchers. We need since Otani's not pitching in 2024. All right, hey, we can go and throw uh, Yamamoto 
you know, $300 million, probably do the same contract with him. We'll pay him $5 million a season and pay him uh, and do deferred money for uh, over the next eight years for him uh, after that. So there's a plan in place for the Dodgers that allows them to be competitive now, fill the roster with what they need, because as Scott and I have talked throughout the year, there's a, there's still a lot of holes on this Dodgers team. They haven't addressed a lot of the issue, which is the pitching yeah. right now. Yeah. And, and and really middle infield, because you're going to sit here and tell me that Mookie Betts is still going to play second base in 2024. No, they're going to want him back out in right field. So you're no, according to, to them, I read I read Dave Roberts said Mookie's at, he's staying at second. Well, then you need another outfielder. Then, then you're going to need another outfielder to, to replace him. Because, again, I, I get Jason Hayward is back, but you're not trusting Jason Hayward to be the everyday guy for you. So I, you're going to need another outfielder to pair off and be able to do – and I, and I still think they need another middle infielder because they're going to want to rotate Mookie into the outfield. That's what they're going to do. If they're going to keep Jason Hayward out there when he's, you know, for right now, <laughs> then you can just, then you can move um, Mookie back to the outfield, have a second baseman ready to go. But they're, there's still a lot of holes on this team. But what Shohei did was structure his contract where he still gets his value, but structure the team to where they can still make moves without destroying what they, what their, their payroll is. So, it's smart for Shohei because of what he wants. He's going to get his money, but at the same time, he wants to win, and he's allowing the Dodgers to pay him, but at the same time, still go uh, spend more money to make the team uh, even more competitive. That's correct. Uh, the, the first thing I, I thought of on this contract was, okay, cool. Well, he's, he still can't pitch next year, and possibly not even the year after that. So what are you going to do? Because that, that's not really your downfall. It's it's your defensive side of things, you know. Yeah, that's, that's it's, still, and, 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 and they're still going to try to go get pitching. They, I mean, that's why they, that's why they're they're pushing aggressive yeah, now. Play there. I don't think so. I, I I don't think so because it's either Snell or Yamamoto. Well, if you went and got Otani, I guarantee you part of the conversation with Otani was we will go get Yamamoto now. We're going to do what we can to get Yamamoto in 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 there. I don't think Snell is in the conversation. I don't think he's part of the plan for them at this point now. So it, it's going to be Yamamoto <laughs> bust. Uh, and if that is the case, and, and for the Dodgers' sake, they better get Yamamoto because if they don't get Yamamoto, and with with what his, and Snell's waiting for his deal, they're wanting he's waiting for what Yamamoto's going to get because he'll turn around and go, you, you know. Uh, he just got $300 million just for the sake of the argument. He got $300 million. Well, I'm a two-time Cy Young winner. What are you going to pay me? Yeah, he's 25. I'm 30, but I'm still two-time Cy Young winner. Prove I, I it in the, in, in the majors. You know, that's what we can say. I, you know, I, I deserve more. So he's he, Snell's just waiting. He's sitting and waiting now to see mm-hmm. what Yamamoto's deal is going to be. And if the Dodgers get him – well then, obviously they're they're not gonna they're, they'll go five, they may go get one more pitcher to kind of balance out the uh, rotation and let Bobby Miller and the uh, the other young guys that they have in their rotation kind of help develop. But Yamamoto, <coughs> we're kind of talking about the Dodgers being in the same place they were in last season at the beginning of 2023, where the pitching depth is not great. You're getting Bueller back, that does help, but Kershaw is going to be out for a while. Lance Lynn, he, he, I know he was not great for the Dodgers. He's gone. He's back in St. Louis. Bobby Miller is still learning and developing how to pitch in the big leagues. You, you're you're kind of you're kind of in a, in a short stance with your starting rotation if you don't get Yamamoto, and it'd probably be at that point too late to try to go get Blake Snell. There, there is no pitching out there for them. This this is the the worst year I think in a while not to have any pitching at all because you're going to be signing retreads and. 
wannabes and and guys at bottoms are. Rot- I mean, there's nothing out there, and and this is oh this is bad God. for the lodges. So, I mean, at this I point mean, right now, yeah, because again, you, as you said, Sunny Gray signed, Eduardo Rodriguez just went uh, signed with Diamondbacks. So you, you're talking yeah. about a lot of the the tier, the second tier guys. That that list is getting thinner and thinner. You're going to tier three here pretty soon. If you don't get Yamamoto, and like I said, and unless they, if they don't get Yamamoto and they and they have to overpay Snell, that might be the only way they can go get him. If they don't, if they don't, uh, they don't get Yamamoto. But uh, if they don't get either one of those guys, they're going to be in a very tough situation going into the rest of the offseason, into spring training in February. I mean, we said this all year long, John, with the Dodgers. After spot number five in the lineup, they fall off precipitously on offense, mm-hmm. and it's going to happen again this year. You know, after yeah, after Shohei and Muncy and Dick, there's nothing there. So no, I agree, and and, and you're getting mm-hmm. Gavin Lux back, which that's going to be a benefit for the for the Dodgers. But how healthy? Yeah. How, same what what Ronald Cunha looked like after ACL surgery. He wasn't the same player the next year. Now the fortunate, the, I guess in a way, the fortunate side for for Lux is a calendar year, 12, 12 months from the surgery will be spring training, whereas Cunha came back before a full year. And I think that's going to yeah. be more beneficial for Lux in, the, in his recovery, but it's still not going to be a hundred percent until the next year, twenty twenty five. So what? How how good is Lux going to be in twenty twenty four? That's going to be a big question mark. And if that's like, and if he's not, if he's not the player they expected him to be, during this, they're talking about offensively and in defensively. It's the same team as twenty twenty three, and there was issues. And now we're talking about the Arizona Diamondbacks, which they came out of nowhere to, to make it to the World Series. They just got better getting Eduardo Rodriguez in the in the rotation. They're getting better with uh, with uh, with Sanchez uh, or Suarez. I'm sorry, Suarez playing third base for them now. They're gonna get. They're gonna be a better team, and they're gonna push the uh, the Dodgers uh, even further in twenty twenty four. What about uh, uh Marcus Stroman? Where do you think he has a chance to go to the Dodgers? Or are we looking elsewhere for him? I think elsewhere. I, I, there's not a lot of talk about Stroman uh, going to the Dodgers, and really, there's not a lot of talk about Stroman right now. With a lot of teams, I think there was. Um, I there saw talk here uh, today on the radio about the Royals. The Royals were the, the, Royals were the team that was yeah, I saw the Royals. That about, uh, about Stroman, and that kind of tells you a little bit as far as what the what the market thinks of Marcus Stroman right now, which I don't yeah. understand. You talking about a, you talking about a really good pitcher who's been yeah. consistent for a handful of years, and contenders are don't want are not wanting him. I, I don't understand that. What is the, wrong? It, I'm trying to figure out what's wrong. Like why why are we not seeing more news is, about him? Is he a, is he a head case? Yeah, he's a head case here and there. You know, and but we didn't have I, any problems with him like inside the locker room or even outside the locker room yeah. in, in Chicago. And it, it was the same thing in Toronto. He was not a head case in Toronto when he was there. He was not an issue in New York. He just didn't like being in New York. That was the it. That was the only thing about it. But he was not a clubhouse problem. But for some, there's a perception about him for some reason that 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 teams don't like him. And I don't. And that's what I don't understand is because there's been a lot of people who come out and talk about Stroman saying he's a great teammate, great pitcher. Why is it only the Kansas City Royals that are interested in him right now? So I don't understand that it, it, that's being the case. It, whoever gets him is going to get a really good pitcher, and if the Kansas City Royals get him, that's a great that's a great pickup for Kansas if City. If you're Marcus Stroman, though, do you want to go play for the Royals? What's your other option right now? <laughs> what? What's your other option? Yeah, what's the market? 
What's the market? Yeah. It's the Royals or nothing. You know, are you just, just going to so sit down. on your hands, hands yeah. on your butt, and wait because for Because at, at this point, too, if you pitch for the Royals. And, I'd say yeah, less money for a contender than I would be. You can do a good trade, dude. But if they're not, if they're not calling you, if they're not calling you, you got to make a phone call to the, these contending teams and say, "Hey, I'm interested in less money." And they're saying, "Hey, yeah, we're we're good." I mean, they're not calling him right now. So is he going to make phone calls to these teams? And I'm, I'm just kind of knowing Stroman, Stroman's personality. That's not his personality. So you know, so at this point right now, if the Royals are the team that's calling him, go. You know, he'll maybe go sign with the Royals, put up his numbers that he does consistently. And he'll get traded at the deadline and, and go to a contender that way. But I for mean, some but, reason right now, nobody, nobody's calling for him to, to, to go to a contender. Put it this way. There's a team I root for in the Red Sox. They're not even sniffing on him. They don't, don't even want to talk to him. And and that's, that's really bad for, for the Red Sox, who need pitching desperately. Stroman could be, be a great two or three starter. And, and talk about a great, that would be a great fit for Boston. It would be a Absolutely. great fit for Boston, but no yeah, doubt. nobody's calling him. I, you know, I, I, it's it's baffling right now why Strowman has been. I, I don't want to say blacklisted right now, just because I mean he's you know he's he hasn't done anything wrong, but for some reason there's just this perception about Marcus Strowman that teams are not interested in him. Uh, Jonathan, let's move to uh, your it's, Saints. It's shocking. It's shocking. Why do why do your why do all the teammates hate Derek Carr? I mean, he's about to fight his uh, offensive line was about to punch him in the face yesterday's game. <laughs> Did you see him play yesterday? Yeah. I, I, this is this. twenty-eight to three or whatever that it was. Scott annoyed him as the worst quarterback in the NFL yesterday in, in about five minutes of play. So there's that. But the, sure. Scott Scott annoys a quarterback every every week as the worst quarterback in the NFL. Yeah, so. there's always one. There's always Jonathan. One. He was 12 for 18 for 37 yards yesterday against the Panthers. I know. How is oh. this possible? So this it's, is – It's awful. It's awful. Why, again, I continue pushing for change in New Orleans because the culture is A for the team with a coach who's trying to in, in, enact – a culture that he wants to have. But the problem is, is now it, you have players who have been so outspoken, Alvin Kamara, as far as what the coaching staff is doing. And, you know, it, and it's, it's kind of going, it's, you know, you have, it's, it's, it's crumbling underneath the coaching staffs right now. They're winning games, not because of the coaching staff. They're winning games because the players are just good. They're still good players. You still have Demario Mario. Davis the fact that they hate Derek Carr. But, and I'm getting there. Hold on. I'm, get, I'm, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. All right, but the the and that's why I'm talking about the culture because the culture of the team has been together for a long time. Alvin Kamara has been there for a long time. Eric McCoy is a all has been a Pro Bowler safety who's been there for quite a while. You have uh, leaders, you know, Michael Thomas, even though he's injured again right now, he's been there for a while. You uh, you have guys who have been part of this this building block in New Orleans for a very long time. Guys who played with Drew Brees. And again, we're talking. We'll look at it as far as, and I know Scott can attest to this, as far as with Tom Brady in New England, and when you, when the, when the, the, uh, the goat of the franchise leaves, you're having a lot of talk and comparisons and, contra and contrasting to the what was, what was taking place when he was there to what's going on now. It's not the same culture in New England as it yeah. was five years ago. 
right? It's, it's the, they're trying to keep the culture together in New Orleans with the players who've been there with Drew Brees. But guess what? The one person who's new to this program and new to the culture is the one who's not acclimating himself to the culture. And that's the yeah. problem with Derek Carr right now. He's trying to act like this is Vegas and with the Raiders. Guess mm-hmm. what? You don't run the show in New Orleans on airline drive. And Derek Carr's trying to act like he is the one who runs the show. But guess what? doesn't yeah. fly because that was never what their, Drew Brees was. Drew Brees showed up, worked his ass off, and people gave him the respect to allow him to run the show. He didn't show up and demanded to run the show. That's what Derek Carr's trying to do. Derek Carr's trying to run the show and telling people, this is my team. No, 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 no. You earn that title. This is what, right now, as far as offensively, it's Alvin Kamara's team. It, it, it's Alvin's offensively. Yeah. You go across the, uh, on the other side of the field, it's Cam Jordan's team, Demario Davis's team, Tyron Matthews' team, guys who bust their ass and who showed up every day to acclimate themselves to the team culture and embraced it, and they they the, the team enabled them to be the leaders and say this is their team. Guess what? Derek Carr didn't do that. And that's why that right now you're seeing Eric McCoy wanting to fight him on the sideline. You see Michael Thomas tweeting during games and, and blaming him for a lot of the injuries that are to, to the wide receivers. A lot of issues are going on because Carr has not put himself in position to, in, to, to fit into the culture what the team has been for so long. Is, he's, he's, his teammates hate him. I, I will tell you this yesterday. The Olave touchdown yesterday, he threw him into double coverage yesterday. Mm-hmm. He, he almost got him killed yesterday. And, and that, that's your best offensive throw. And, again, and you're throwing him – into double coverage where he can get sandwiched by guys. He can get whatever. He can get any injury possible. I don't – Derek Carr has fallen off off the cliff so much right now. I don't understand why – I the coaching staff hates Jameis. I don't know why they hate Jameis. They do not want him in football. It's crazy. Because it's cool. I, can attest, I can answer that, actually, because it was Sean Payton who wanted Jameis. Yeah. It was Sean. So Dennis Allen is trying so hard to, you know, to embrace what he learned from Sean, but not use it and trying to establish what is his team. He's trying to put a stamp on it to be his team. Well, guess what? And that also means is the the who, question for you here, for y'all here, who drafted Derek Carr? When he was with the Raiders, who drafted Derek Carr? Dennis Allen. Wow. Yeah, that's right. I thought it was uh, Jack Del Rio. I thought I thought it was Jack Del Rio. No, I don't believe. I think it was there. I think it was. I think it was. I, I might be wrong, but I thought it was Dennis Allen who was the one who drafted him. If we can look that up to make sure. I thought it was I'm Jack Del Rio. Sure. No, it was Del Rio right. was the coach there. Right. Yeah, Dennis Allen was the head coach when he get when Derek Carr got drafted. I think. Yeah. So, so yeah. Yeah. Dennis so Allen. Dennis Allen doesn't. Dennis Allen doesn't care whether the, the players fight with him. That's his his guy. He's going to go down with his guy. That's his guy. I don't care if you guys hate this guy or not. It's you a guy love him like a son. I mean, that, that, I think Dennis that's, Allen's that's getting that's fired. Point, I mean, to, to be honest with you, if they don't win the division, I think Dennis Allen's gone. He's got. Uh, isn't that part Dennis. of the reason why Derek Carr went to the Saints? Because of Dennis Allen? That's 100% why, yes. Right? Yeah. That, like, that was the that's big why he deal. Because it was familiarity with Dennis Allen. Absolutely. Yeah. What? Yep. So, is Derek Carr going to be on the movie it, again? Well, you very can't, well, maybe. But you can't because what was you, his contract? 
so it's a it was a three year extension. It was a three year extension that he got that kicks in after twenty after twenty twenty three. He'll have yeah. to be on the dead cap salary is is guaranteed or the the money's guaranteed for twenty twenty four. The it's fully guaranteed for twenty twenty four. After twenty twenty uh, after the twenty twenty four going into twenty twenty five, they can trade him, and the salary the dead cap hit will be a, a little bit more reasonable. Right. And then after 2025, it's it, the money's gone. He can be traded or, or released, kind of like what the Raiders do. <coughs> so we're talking about Derek Carr right now being in New Orleans for 2024, regardless of what happens. And yeah, regardless of what happens with, with that sound, because you, it's a it's fully guaranteed for next year. And then yeah, I was saying, it's pretty much like a two-year deal for the most part. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, we're, we're – It's going to be just a bad next year. And guess what? We're we're talking about we're, we're for recent memory. The Saints Superdome has been you know sellout after sellout after sellout. One of the most feared stadiums in, in the NFL. And yep. we allowed the Detroit Lions to come into our home a couple of weeks ago and and overrun it and take over. And we were hearing on the I was hearing on the radio you know go Lions chants. And then you know same thing yesterday against the Panthers. Like you could buy a ticket for the Superdome for four dollars and be able to sit uh, in decency. You can sit in a lower level, lower level for thirty bucks. They were they couldn't give tickets away. Now again, it was the Carolina Panthers, but for for Saints Saints fans will always show up. They didn't show up yesterday. They're tired. They're fed up with this nonsense that's going on. And right now they're yeah. they're rebelling right now until change happens. Jonathan, you, uh, I'm going to give you your flowers and give you the moment to, uh, you know, brag about your guy, Jaden Daniels, uh, before we get you out of here. And you had a please trivia limit, question. Please limit your acceptance speech to three and a half minutes, right. please. Thank so you. Real, so, real yeah. quick. So, yes, I had a trivia question I put into the group with you guys that, uh, you know, the LSU had the Golden Spikes Award winner mm-hmm. and the Heisman Trophy winner in the same year. They are the second school to ever have that happen. Can anybody pick or name the school that did it first and who was the Heisman winner and the Golden Spikes Award winner? Mm. It's actually really good. You won't you you'll sit there and kind of kick back and be like, oh man, that's that, yeah, okay. Golden Spikes it's, is receiver, right? Receiver. No, Golden Spikes Golden is Spikes. baseball. That's baseball. Oh, player of the is Golden oh James Winston, Florida State. No. No. He never won the Golden Spikes Award uh, in baseball. So again, it's two different players. It's two different people. It's not the same person. Uh, same uh, I don't know. Call, one college, one college, two players. The same. Not Florida. It's not Florida awards. State. I guess the. So yeah, I would say it's not Florida. So not the, Florida the State. Player of the year in college baseball. The player of the year in college baseball and the Heisman a winner in the same year for the same. Can we stop the same fucking trick plays? What the Is fuck this- are we doing? It, he's he's all upset about his packets, I think. So, I wonder if this is a trick question. It's not a trick question. Okay. All right. Um, I, I don't know. I don't know. I was going to say Florida State, like Dion or somebody, but Dion didn't win the Heisman. But is, maybe it, it is, it a, is it a big school like Texas, Michigan? It is. It's a big. It's a. It's a Power Five school. Power it's five, a Power okay. Five school. Who won the high? It would have been somebody who won the Heisman and a, a different player who's like a. I, I know. So we we know I it's in no the seventies. We know it's in the seventies. Well, I didn't say oh, it was in the seventies. It was before it started. So I'll give you. It happened oh, in the eighties. Oh, okay. Oh, it in the 80s. Damn it. it. Happened in the eighties. So it happened in the. It was in the eighties. 
Oklahoma is it the State? U? Florida? Oklahoma yeah, Oklahoma State? State. Barry Sanders and somebody. Wasn't Barry Sanders and somebody, was it? Barry Sanders was a Heisman winner. He now, was. Who won the Golden so what, what school did Barry Sanders go to? Oklahoma, Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State. So that is the Scott school. Said it. Yeah. Barry Sanders uh, was the, the Heisman winner. Who won the Golden Spikes Award for Oklahoma State? No idea. Oh, I'll give you. Would y'all want a hint here for this one? Mm-hmm. In what position did he play? He got his ass beat by Nolan Ryan. Oh, uh, Robin Ventura. Oh, Robin Ventura. Robin Ventura was the Golden Spikes Award winner in 1988. Wow. Didn't he have like the longest hitting streak in uh, college baseball for a long time? Somebody broke it like twenty years ago, like in my lifetime. Like you know, I remember. Nineteen eighty-eight. Barry Sanders won the Heisman. Robin uh, Ventura won the Golden Spikes for Oklahoma State. Huh. Wow, that's insane. And so here we are. Here here we are now in two thousand twenty-three. We have we have it again, and it happens to be my LSU. Thirty-five years later. I just turned 34 and I was born in 89. So nice is a circle. 35. <laughs> yeah. So, and, and, and rightfully so, Jaden Daniels deserved the highest mental. Yes. I've been saying it to you guys for a long time. Again, I said you were right. I said you were right. You got it right. <laughs> I bet you Nick was like, God damn it. <laughs> I'm about to say about this it. fucking football game. Uh, Jonathan, who you like on Thursday? Raiders, Chargers, uh, Raiders plus three or minus three. How does I put this in the in the in the comment section? How does the team who scored zero points get favored? Because the Chargers have a guy we've never heard of playing quarterback. Some guy named Sticks and Stones. 2019. (laughs) And he actually well he scored. He 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 led a touchdown drive. He did more than what the Raiders offense did. That's true. So Raiders lost in a last-minute field goal to the Vikings. Like I said, I, I feel like this is this is a this is you know, the, damn it, Anders, you fucking suck. <laughs> God damn. Tanner, take your walk. Take your walk, Tanner. Yeah, I don't That's know. Why we're never gonna get on They air the game live and. They're not gonna like it because I dropped GDs and F bombs. I'm never gonna. Make I don't it. know who's worse though. Was you know Nick right now watching the Packers or Tanner <laughs> on his birthday? <laughs> yeah, last week. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Was, was I on the show time. last week? Uh, what? That was a good time. <laughs> I, I'll say that I, I'll go with I'll I'll go with the Chargers to win. I, just, I I can't even give the Raiders an opportunity to to, to <laughs> put up zero points and they played a zero zero game until a minute fifty left in the uh, in the fourth quarter. Uh, I, I don't see how you can uh, say this. Uh, this is something that's going to happen. And there's and there's a lot of dismay, a lot of issues going on with the Raiders. So, and I know there's a lot of issues with the Chargers too. And and, and Staley's on about to be on his way out. He's going to get fired here uh, probably when the season ends as well. So, uh, and I was listening, listening on the. Uh, I drove the Little Rock to pick up a recruit, uh, you know, today, and I was listening to the radio, and and, and rightfully so. Uh, one, you know, I can't remember who it was, but he was, you know, saying shame on the AFC West. The year, and you can uh, you can understand this, Tanner. The year the Kansas City Chiefs are not having their usual season, and nobody is taking advantage. The Broncos, of the baby, the Broncos. They're only half. They're only game back. I have no confidence in Russell Wilson uh, to to continue the the trend of what of, of trying to push for the 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 Kansas City Chiefs. It should have been the Chargers, the, the, the team that is as talented as the Chargers on paper, and they are falling flat again. Nice. 
State well, they don't play the game on paper, Jonathan. You know that. I agree with you, but at the same time, though, like I mean, talent. You, they're a talented team. Talent should be winning you games, and they're not doing that. Falls as someone who again talks about my team, which is a very talented New Orleans Saints team, and we're falling flat because of our coaching. If coaching is falling is being a big problem with the Chargers, and Staley deserves right now to lose his job because there's no reason why they should not be competing for a division title with the Chiefs falling falling hard right now. And I know that in, in, in I'm being I'm being facetious saying they're falling hard because it's still the Kansas City Chiefs and they're still going to be right up there you know with some of the best AFC teams. But this is not the same Kansas City Chiefs team we've seen the last five years. And shame on the Chargers, shame on the uh, right. And I get the Broncos are only a game uh, behind. Shame on them for not pushing the Chiefs harder to take the control of this division. So at the moment, I'll pick the Chargers despite that to to beat the Raiders, which great, awesome, typical Thursday night game. But uh, for for what it is, I can't pick a team that scored zero points in entire ball game and and lost three nothing. So uh, I'll, I'll say Chargers to win on Thursday. Yeah, the 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 best way to go in this game is the under, because I can't see the team scoring twenty points oh this game. God, yeah, I really can't. Chargers, nah, man, seventeen, even seventeen. Yeah. Aiden, Aiden O'Connell's had three touchdowns in the last five games. Three, yeah, in the last five. Montana's had a hundred yard game for what nine nine poor, games, ten games. Poor Al Michaels has to go through another one of these games. God. <laughs> I'm sure sitting back and going, I make, I make good money doing college game day. I don't need to do this. Yeah. yeah. I signed no, up for I'm... this reason. Money grab. I got to work fucking Saturday, Thursday through fucking su- every uh, I gotta, Thursday. I got to fly to California to watch this, then fly back to do game day on Saturday. I don't need this. Yeah. <laughs> I'm done. See you later. <laughs> Hey, Jonathan, we appreciate you joining us every Monday night. We'll catch you next Monday, brother. Sounds good, Jonathan. Appreciate it. Yeah. See you, dude. Bye-bye. All right, we'll go ahead and uh, make our picks before we get out of here. Um, Sam, we'll start with you. Titans looking – they're winning. Shit. It's going to be upset Monday. It's a tie tie game right now. It's tied. It looks like two went down a little rough on this. Tyreek is back. Upset City Monday. Upset City Monday. The fuck is yeah. going on around here? Arden, Arden Key. Get him! Uh, oh, I Arden, threw it away. Arden Key and uh, Danico Autry have made Tua's life a living hell. Who you uh, like on Thursday, Sam? <laughs> Raiders, Chargers. Chargers, Raiders, minus three. Raiders, why not? Why not? Why, not? why the hell not? Why the fuck not? Yeah, why? I want to. I want to know when we get our bye week for picking Thursday yeah, night game. Yeah, I'm, I'm getting more confident, nice Nick, as you and I were the only two on the show at the beginning. You know? Has to be only a, a couple couple weeks left, right? Has yeah, there's, weeks only, there's only three weeks left. Three weeks, of, including yeah. this one. That kick was horrible. Give me, give me the charges. I have no confidence in the race at all. I, I don't think they can't score any touchdowns at all. Uh, this could What's be a seven. Three. I think it's three. Minus three. Yeah, minus so, three. Yeah. Raiders. Yeah. yeah. Why not? I'll take Chargers. I'm. Like, I'm with you, Sammy. Me and Sam the, with the Raiders together. Yeah. <laughs> we rode the beginning of the show together. We'll we'll ride the Raiders together. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's what she said. 
Oh, that's what, he is. That's what she yeah, said. That's Nick's, Nick's, Nick's going is, down. He's out of the lead. Pretty Sam, uh, you, we'll go back. You have any final thoughts here before we get out of here? Yeah. I, and forgive me if I get a little uh, emotional. Um, Frank Wycheck meant a lot to Nashville. Frank Wycheck, uh, I had to leave early from an event and sent me a letter and a signed memorabilia saying, hey, sorry, you had to leave early. You know, it, I'm not the only one he did that for. He, he was a terrific, terrific person. And uh, to, to go at 52 is too young. Is It's too young. Um, and also, uh, Hendersonville, Tennessee is slowly getting back on its feet. Um, sucks, guys. You know, you, you see uh, the restaurants and stuff you used to go to, and they're, um, they're just gone. People's lost their lives. And, and I'm sorry to be all downer on it, but. It's a know. lot, man. A lot in a span lot. of yeah, it's a lot. 48 hours. It's a, lot. It's a whole lot. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, just keep them good vibes, thoughts, prayers, all that stuff. Amen, brother. Amen. <laughs> Titans are going to pull up an upset for you tonight, Sam, for all of Tennessee. <laughs> do it Do it for Frankie. <laughs> uh, Scott. Trucking people, so. He's you got soul. any? Uh, you well, you got anything? Week, so this weekend, this past weekend, I got to go to, to an experience I've wanted to go to for forever: the Army Navy game. Watching it on TV growing up, um, you know, it was it's beyond words. The experience that you get from that, but but my final thought has to do with the guys on the field who are protecting our country, serving our country, doing whatever they need to do to get ready to go go to the battlegrounds in wherever wow. maybe. Um, you know, I respect all of them. It's a game where you don't care who wins. You just want to make sure everybody comes out healthy and they all have fun and they all enjoy the game. <coughs> all the men and women out there that, that allow us to do what we do, which is talk yes. sports, have fun, laugh, and enjoy each other. Um, I respect you and uh, I commend you on everything that you do, your service to this country. Um, you know, my, my late father was, was a veteran of the Navy. Um, he served in the Navy, so I'm, I'm, you know, I have a little bit of a different outlook on it than a lot. I know Nick, Nick served in the services, so kudos to you, to everybody out there. Thank you for what you do, and God bless America. And if you get a chance to go to the Navy game, you need to go to it. It's, it's happening, and it's great. So, but God bless America, and thank you to the men and women who, who serve our country and allow us to do this for a living for. For fun, so. yes, sir. Hoorah! Hoorah! USA, USA, USA. Dinner. Yep. We got a mixed bag here. Yeah, I know, right? Man, well, I was debating on coming on here because I got a lot of stuff still to do here for this week. So, um, <coughs> getting shows created and all that. So, it was a good time. Happy that I came on and had a lot of fun here. Yeah, so, next time, make the fucking studio on time. No, I'm just kidding. Don't cold drop you. <laughs> I don't care how tall, much taller you are. Now it was a Tanner, good time. When, when is Nick, Tanner, what? when's Nick's hosting contract end? Do do we have a do we have a lifetime contract? Lifetime contract. That was yesterday. I'm just being nice, letting them on. 
Lifetime contract. <laughs> it's always got. It's always got. Hey, hey, Dan Harris assigned me to a lifetime contract, yes. Scott. Hey. It's like Same. it's like Hercules when they try to cut the string and it just becomes golden. I keep trying to cut this contract. It just wouldn't it won't go. <laughs> God damn scissors. I lost the other pair. I gotta go to the store buy more. Sharpen again. <laughs> Oh, and one last thing, shout out to Johnny Cruz. I hope hope everything's okay with him. Yeah. You know, he dropped off, yeah. so I hope everything's okay. Yeah, yeah. Tanner, you got anything Good. else? Was that it? You debated yeah. coming on here. You didn't really want to. Checking with your pals, checking with your family, make sure everybody's good. So that's all. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, uh, this has been another great show. Um, you know, so hopefully my Packers can pull this bitch out. Um, it's God, I, this team, uh, the highs and lows. That's life. It's, I mean, that's life. You got to ride with the highs and you're down with the lows, but no, there'll be highs again. That's life, baby. Um, not just football, but it's life. Uh, man, it's been a great show. Uh, you know, we talked about a lot of great things, and it's always fun. The banter, the fun, the laughter, always needed. Totally. Always wanted. Um, so yeah, we'll be back Thursday night with our uh, pickums. Uh, Thursday night pickums and uh, everything. Can we stop? They we've ran the same fucking play five times. It's stupid in the round fucking play. Stop it! Stop it! They're These very fucking popular. trick plays, Matt. They're on to it. We ran the fucking in round play to Jaden Reed four times. This fucking. You're gonna get game. him next time, dude. You're gonna get him next stop. time. This next time. Stop! 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 stop. You're gonna get Jesus. him. Jesus. It's All happen. right, that's the show. That, that's a fanboy unleashed, gentlemen. That's a fanboy unleashed right there. Like, <laughs> subscribe, share. We'll see you Thursday night, 8 o'clock Central, 9 Eastern. See you then. Goodbye, everybody. Love and feeling. She's lost that love and feeling. Life better pop off. What do you like? Make a dream job. No night no mean boss. Just my life and free thoughts. You could try to play, but you're never gonna be me. Look the other way, what I'm doing ain't easy. Buddy hands stain from the people who deceive me. Buddy hands break through the chains, go free me. People like sheep move feet, hurt it easy. You don't wanna be fast asleep when they see me. Better stand tall, ready for a fight, believe me. They try to change, you can say no, free me.